Good evening, Raider Nation. When welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm kind of flipped out tonight about some things that were said by ESPN about Timmy Brown and the Raiders organization. And that is kind of like the reason I'm podcasting tonight. I am fiercely pissed off at some individual for his continuing lack of respect for the silver and black. And I will be telling you a little bit more about that. So we'll move on to the rest of the show. We'll have some signings we had recently. And let's see. We'll talk about Ricky Dudley. We'll talk about T.O., Jerry Rice, and something to do with San Diego and their ticket situation. And that's about what the show will be about. So, welcome again, and let me remind you fans to please visit www.RaiderNationPodcast.com and vote for us, yes, on Podcast Alley. We need your help. Keep us up there in the ratings so that they can help us get out there to more Raider fans and it will help the whole situation. So vote for us here at the Raider Nation Podcast. We appreciate it. Okay, there's a couple of shouts out. One for sure. Randy Olson, you are awesome. He's a constant emailer to the show and has helped millions of times. Um, and he's just a great, uh, great fan of the show. So I want to thank you, Randy. You're the dude. And anyway... Um, He's really helped us a lot. Jim Morgan from Rome, Italy. Yes, the European fan. Yes, Raider Nation, right here. We got a fan from Rome, Italy. Jim Morgan talks to me in his email about uh, his favorite times in the 80s when the Raiders were playing the Steelers, the great matchups and the great games. He has them on VHS. He has all the Monday night games on VHS. So that's pretty cool. You know he's a diehard Raider fan. And thank you for emailing us here at the Raider Nation podcast. And that just goes to show you, Raider fans, this news, the Raider news, gets out to the fan all across the world. And I just want to reiterate that. And thank you guys for listening and supporting us here. Okay, so we'll talk about the signings. We got some great signings. Thank you, Al Davis. Linebacker Ryan Riddle, six foot two, two hundred sixty pounds, out of Cal. He did fourteen and a half sacks last year at college. His last year at Cal. So we expect big things from this guy, and I hope he lets it go here at the Raiders. I hope he has a good season to start up, and maybe he can play. Who knows? And we also signed quarterback Andrew Walker from Arizona State, six foot six inches tall and 235. Six foot six inches tall. Do you think this guy could fling the potato? You better believe he can, and he will for our Oakland Raiders. That's a fact. Now, the Chargers, I just wanted to add this because it was a kind of a interesting thing because the Raiders did this last year. Remember the Buccaneers game? They made you buy like three tickets, three different games. They're doing the same thing. They, they took a, a hint from the Raiders organization, and they're selling packages and three or more games for games like, oh, the Chargers versus the Raiders. If you want to see that, you've got to pay for three games. 
I kind of like it. Anyways, we signed these two guys. That was a great deal. I'm glad we got them. Walker could be awesome. This could be a great kid, but we shall see. Hope we don't see too soon, if you know what I'm saying. Ricky Dudley. Okay, Ricky Deadly, they used to say, before he started playing for the Oakland Raiders. Um, tight end, and he'll have to, of course, he'll have some competition in camp for that position with Courtney Anderson and Teo Johnson being right up there and very good last year. Man, Courtney Anderson rocked before he got hurt. He was a good player, and we made some yardage on him. So, very good player, and he's got some competition. But, let me say, I know there's a lot of naysayers out there, and I want to say, Raider fans, Al picked him up for a reason. Ricky Dutley was, really, in the day when he was playing, pretty nasty blocker, an aggressive runner. Uh, he did drop some passes, but let's remember now, Jeff George was a quarterback back then. So, hey, I know the fans saying he get his hand on it, whatever. Let me tell you, Jeff George throwing the ball, just the fact that he was in the same locker room would scare me. The guy needed sedatives big time. Didn't he look like a – he was freaky. He always looked like he was stressed out to the bone, you know, just totally stressed. Anyways, moving on. Uh, oh, yeah, Dudley's going to be 33 too, so – you know what? That's okay. Ricky Dudley, we got him back. He's a Raider. Welcome him in. You know, welcome him back. We know when he plays, when he comes out for the uh, announcements. Hey, welcome him back. Get him inspired. Get him all wound up and ready to play football because he's playing for the Raiders, which he played the best for in his entire career. Let's hope he can bring it back. Okay, let's get to Terrell Owens. What a friggin' crybaby. This guy flips me out so much what a head case i'm so glad that we didn't get him in our locker room he compares himself to jesus and the persecution he's got give me a break that's all i have to say you are weak and at your lowest point terrell owens and i don't have a problem saying it you know here's another thing they lose the super bowl and the first thing he's doing is he's he's jabbing at the quarterback you know, I didn't get tired. That's one of his favorite sayings. I didn't get tired during the Super Bowl. But McNabb, a guy with class, you know, a family guy, he's upright guy, he doesn't no contract, you know, none of that garbage. And here, here's Terrell Owens trying to diss this guy. He has no class whatsoever. Remember when he played with the 49ers? Here's another one, Jeff Garcia, who got him a lot of balls, that quarterback did. And he was talking about Garcia being gay. Well, if it smells like a rat and looks like a rat, well, you know what? And it turned out to be not the case, you know, like most of the things this moron says. So, you know what? And then way later he comes out with the apology. You know what? You are a classless man. That's all I can say. And I hope the Eagles kick your ass out of their team and you're lost somewhere else and you go to some, you know, go to the Bears. Rosenhaus, as an agent, should get together with you, and both the you and Tio and Rosenhaus should move to San Francisco and come out of the closet, and that's all I got to say about that. You know what? That pisses me off. That guy flips me out. And let me go another route here since I'm on a tangent. Somebody talked to me the other day about Jerry Rice and how he can go from team to team to team. 
Well, you know what? I had to come up in a, with an honest answer. Yes, Jerry Rice is a greatest receiver because he has more yardage, and you know he's a great receiver. But that doesn't mean he's a great individual. Now, I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but I'm saying he is a selfish guy. And that's an honest assessment, in my opinion, because he never helped anybody on the 49ers that was below him with skills or tips or helped him with anything else. Neither did he with the Raiders. He never helped Porter or Curry. And you can ask those guys, too, because Jerry Rice is all about Jerry Rice. And that's okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. However, that's what it's all about. And if you're wondering why he can go from team to team to team, because he really doesn't give a crap about the team. It's all about him, his catches, his records, and what he's doing. So, you know, that's all I have to say about that. You know, the all, all the old 49er, and he'll probably retire as a 49er and go into Hall of Fame as a 49er. Big deal. He was very generous. He's not a good person to have on the team as far as helping. He's very good individually. But, you know, that's my opinion of Jerry Rice. He did help us go to a Super Bowl. Thank you very much. But, you know, I know the inside story about that whole thing, and that is that. Now, <clears throat> to this absolute moron, this former offensive lineman, donkey reporter from ESPN, Mark Shitteth, yeah, he does, right out of his mouth. ESPN Radio. First he was dissing the AFC West, but he always takes great pleasure in dissing the Oakland Raiders. And you know what? I'm going to come out and say this too. And it might, I don't care. ESPN in general has not been really friendly to the Silver and Black. Okay? They, put, they cover the news, but you know what? I've seen more stories against us and for us. And, you know, until I see something different. And Raider fans, if you disagree with me, give it to me. ESPN, if you're listening in to the Raider Nation podcast and Raider Greg, get on it, brother. Send me an email. I'd love to hear the opinion. I want to hear some. You can give me all the statistics you want. But from what I see, the Raiders get no respect out of ESPN. And especially this tight ass has the nerve to try to make something happen between Al Davis and Tim Brown with accusations of you know, attitudes, latitudes. I bet you this guy's never seen Al Davis in person except for through binoculars by 500 yards because Al Davis wouldn't take his time and waste it with this idiot. I don't think that this guy has a clue of what Al Davis is like or his person, but I believe Timmy Brown has a great idea what Al Davis is like because they've looked into each other's eyes and talked man to man. Unlike this moron who has an a constant rattling of crap about our team. So, without further ado, Timmy Brown will, without any doubt, enter the Hall of Fame. And the reason he will enter the Hall of Fame is said very nicely by, in an article uh, from NFL.com, Adam Schaefer, very good article, and it talks about Timmy, and I'm going to try to paraphrase it as best as I can, so please bear with me. Tim Brown has caught hundreds and hundreds of more catches than Terrell Owens, and yet has never demanded to redo his contract. Bada bing! 
Brown has thousands and thousands of more receiving yards than Packers wide receiver Jovan Walker. Yet, Timmy Brown has always shown up in training camp on the day he was supposed to. And, let me tell you this, even when he disagreed with his contract, he talked to the owner of the team and the coaches on the field during practice when he was doing his thing to help his team succeed. Now that is God-blessed class. That's all i got to say about that. Brown's career lasted 15 years longer than Cardinals wide receiver Anquan Bolin's. Brown has never uttered a word about contract that he signed, how much he was paid, what the bonus was, what the anything. All you knew was how long it was. Brown's word was his bond. And every time he said it, every time he signed it, that's exactly what it was. Over 17 NFL seasons, He's finished second in the league's all-time receiving yards. And he is a slam dunk, my friends, for the Hall of Fame. Okay, and his legacy isn't just a legacy of yardage. This guy also was on the inside of the NFL. He was very active in the union and the union's movement to stabilize the league and the salaries and was very, very pivotal in many, many negotiations. This guy here was on the inside, not only on the inside, but he was catching balls on the outside. He never missed a practice. He never threatened to hold out for money or any other of that crap that happens these days. This guy has been 100% class and deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. This is kind of stuff that I'm flipped out about. And I want you Raider fans to be flipped out too. Brown has been atypical in so many ways. Each year, Cameron records his feats and what he does on the field. And at the same time, he's giving millions of dollars to charity in Oakland and in Dallas, where he grew up. And, you know, he's from Texas and he lives in Texas. But you know what? He's been good to the fans in Oakland. I mean, you know, you could see that, too. Brown's a giver, and he is not a taker. He does not immersed himself in Xbox or video games or Madden football or any of that other stuff. He enjoys TV from the other side with his family, his children, and he doesn't get wrapped up in that stuff. <clears throat> now, Brown didn't have anything to gain by, by going into uh, finishing college or doing anything because he made all his money okay he's he was th thinking about going back to law school he had nothing to gain by it but you know what he is having the, he does have something to gain by it because he was thinking about going back to law school before this new nascar thing happened so here's a guy who is just like a a true blue uh, to me he's a hero he's an athletic hero to me and, you know, the more you know about Tim Brown and the more you research this guy, really, just knowing him playing is just half of it, okay? Uh, the Raider image of the squashbuckler, the dark villain, Brown is nothing like that. He has never been arrested. He's never been engaged in fights. He's never been in any kind of controversy, steroids, or anything else. 
He has always been a true blue American hero since he left Notre Dame. And Al Davis wanted this guy, and he picked him up in the sixth round. And you know what? It was one of the best things Al Davis ever did. Timmy Brown shined like a golden star, a silver and black star, for the Oakland Raiders. And he played under many, many quarterbacks, under many coaches, and consistently produced. Continually. There was no question he was coming back next year. There was never a question that Tim Brown was not going to be on the receiving squad next year. Never. And when he was younger and he was on the return team and the special teams, he was awesome then. So all I want to say here is to this ESPN idiot who has the nerve to wonder if Timmy Brown is going to be in the Hall of Fame, well, let me tell you, my brother, in 2010, if this guy's not in the Hall of Fame, you're going to get a serious email from me and probably a million Raider fans. Because first of all, I don't believe that reporters and sports analysts should be voting for who goes into the Hall of Fame. That's my number one beef. Now you guys know why I'm so pissed off. I was so pissed when I started this podcast because it flips me out that guys that write articles, even though they're observers of the game, who the hell knows who hits harder in the NFL? Okay? Who knows? Now, is it going to be some commentator who's never played the game of football? Now, there's commentators that have played the game of football. I would respect their vote a hundred times over people who have never tried to cover a man, try to block for a guy. Tell me, tell me, Raider fans, am I wrong? Absolutely not. The players should be making the votes, and those media guys should get their ass out of there. And Tagliabo, Tagliabo, not Tagliabo, or Boo, you should move your ass on that subject and make a change. And I think the players' union should do that too. So, anyways, now that I went off on that tantrum, <sighs> that was pretty big. Raider Nation Celebration, August 28th, is coming up, Raider fans, and be there. It's at the Oakland Coliseum from noon till 4 o'clock. JT the Brick is the MC. There's all types of events going on. There's a kid zone. There's Super Bowl trophies, and there's probably going to be some players, and there'll be some Raiderettes, so get on over there. It's good to represent the Oakland Silver and Black. I say, if you can get there, please make it a point. If you want to go to any game this season, it will improve the game for you. And this is how, Raider fans, it will improve the game for you because if Al Davis sees that people appreciate these events, well, guess what? We'll get more of them. We need more of them. You want access to players. You want access to, to talking and seeing and being around the Raiders. Then you need to be involved in when they open their doors. Because let me tell you, there ain't nothing like having a party and having a bunch of people come. Because <clears throat> if you have a party and not too many people come, you don't have a party anymore. That's the way it is for Al. So let's support Al Davis and the organization and the team especially, man. Show the team that you care about them, man. Come on. Show up there. 
And there is also PD-7 in Napa, California. It's at the Lamplighter Sports Bar. And it is at 3600 Bel Air Plaza, Napa, California, 94558. Contact The Grizz at 209-996-2684. For details on this event, I'm going. Be there. You can belly on up to the bar for some cocktail beverages or have barbecue for $10 if you are the over the age of five. Okay, Raider fans, I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show this evening. Uh, don't forget all the things that are going on, that are coming on. The season is about to start. Don't forget to visit my site and vote for me. That's on www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Uh, podcast podcast alley let me just spit that out again vote for me I need the votes okay also drop me an email I'll send you a sticker okay thank you for listening Raider fans remember to wear your silver and black because the season is almost here and I know you can barely handle it because I can barely handle it let's get this game going good night <laughs> <laughs>